0: In Luke 1 37, it says, For with God nothing shall be impossible. I know with God, I don't remember what I got. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. You got it there. You may be seated. We're gonna wait after and pray. I've done act prayed over this message and asked God to lead us and guide us in it. But this is a this is a verse that God gave me this morning. I got back to the house and I opened it up and I got to reading and I said, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And you know, how many believes that there's nothing impossible with God? How many believes there's a lot of things impossible with you and I? So I got to thinking about that, Brother Mark. And I got thinking, and I got reading, and I mean, I know i preached, you know, out of this scripture around Christmas before. And this, what brought this on, this was when Mary, the angel appeared to Mary and told Mary that God had chosen her to bear a son Come on, and call his name Jesus, said he'd be great among all nations. He would be the savior of the world and so on and so forth. And if you remember when the angel was telling Mary this, Mary wasn't even married. Mary was a virgin. And in my years of living, I have found out That it takes a man and it takes a woman to make a baby. Amen? I've never seen two women have a baby, have you? Have you ever seen two men have a baby? Why? Because God didn't make them that way. Amen? God didn't make them that way. But here is a different situation. When the angel of the Lord turned to Mary and said, Mary, said, You. Are going to have a child. Can you imagine how Mary felt? She was just engaged to Joseph. She wasn't married to him. Can you imagine when God spoke to Mary and told Mary? Said so Mary said, "You're going to have a baby." And Mary said to him, paraphrasing some here along the way to get to the message. And Mary said to him, said, "How can this be thing be? Seeing I've never known a man." In other words, I'm not married. I've never slept with another man. I've never committed fornication. I've never committed adultery. So I have not had a chance to be pregnant. She was just like we are. She knew that was impossible to do. But God told Mary, said, Oh, said you're gonna have a child. But it's gonna be of the Holy Ghost. (laughs) I like that. It's gonna be of the Holy Ghost. Now don't you women think it's gonna happen to you because it's not. You're gonna be get pregnant with the Holy Ghost. How many people found out about how many people? How many of her family evils? believed her when she told them this ain't going the way I was aiming for it to go on, how many people you think believed her when she they found out and Mary told them said, I'm going to have a baby but it's by the Holy Ghost God knew <laughs> God knew, God knew. Do you think Mary still had doubts? I believe Mary was a good Christian woman waiting to be married, a virgin. But I believe when she told people that, I believe they laughed at her and they thought, well, you have been with somebody else. Well, you think Joseph, the one she's engaged to, when he told, she told him, Joseph, I will tell you something. i got to tell you something. Now, don't you get mad at me, but I'm going to tell you something, Joseph. I just your old Joseph said, what is it, honey? She said, I'm going to have a baby. Well, Joseph knew he hadn't been with her. What if some of your wives had come and told you that before you married him? I'm going to have a baby, but I've not been with nobody. I've not slept with anybody. They ain't one of us in this building would believe it. Hey, man. Let's be honest. We wouldn't believe it. Well, you know what? Joseph didn't believe it either. And back in those days, they would put her to death, put somebody to death that done that and caught in the act of it, you know, with offering. But Joseph loved her. Joseph loved her. But Joseph didn't believe her. He thought she had been unfaithful. But God. That same angel appeared unto Mary, appeared unto Joseph one night, amen, and said, "Joseph, don't be afraid to take Mary to steal to be your wife. She is still a virgin. Joseph, she told you the truth. Uh, God is going to uh, uh, put in her the Holy Ghost, and she's going to bring forth a son." but it's going to be the uh, the Holy Ghost. It's going to be of God. Uh, he's going to be perfect. Amen. And he is going to grow up, and he is going to be the Savior of the whole world. Uh, and after that angel talked to Joseph, uh, Joseph took her. Amen. And they didn't marry or didn't stay together until the time that they got married, and they got married, and you know the rest of the story, and you'll probably be a during Christmas. Uh, how they went to Bethlehem and how she had a baby. He was born in a manger, uh, laid in a manger, uh, man, uh, and born of the Virgin Mary. Uh, so with people, that would have been impossible. Uh, but with God, all things are possible, amen. I've just been through some things down through my life, uh, and I got to thinking about some things in the Bible, uh, and I got to reading over in Matthew chapter 9, and verse 27, uh, the Bible said Jesus had been speaking, and I'm just going to go through some of these. Uh, and the Bible said these two blind men were there. Uh, and when Jesus left, these two blind men followed Jesus. Uh, and Jesus got in the house, and the Bible said they turned around. Jesus turned around uh, and said, what do you want me to do for you? Uh, and you know what they said? Uh, they said, Lord, uh, we want to receive our sight, uh, I'd say they'd been to the doctor before. The doctor were, well, you're blind, if you're born blind, you'll die blind, because it's impossible for us and the doctors uh, to open up the eyes. But they said, Lord, that we may see. And Jesus looked at them, Brother uh, Dean, and he said, Did you believe that I'm able to do this? Uh, And they said, Yes, Lord. Uh, Amen. And Jesus reached out and touched their eyes. uh, And the Bible, glory to God, uh, the Bible said their eyes were open. With man it was impossible, uh, but with God nothing is impossible. (laughs) Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place this morning. You're not saved, you need to be, and you don't have to wait till I quit preaching. These altars is open. But can I give you another? The Bible said in Mark chapter 5 and verse 25, it talks about a woman that had an issue of blood. How many times have you heard that story? Do you want to hear it again? <laughs> It never gets old. The Word of God never gets old. It It never loses its power, church. And so the Bible said in Mark chapter 5 and verse 25, uh, it tells of a story, Brother Mike, that this woman had an issue of blood. She was hemorrhaging inside. The Bible says she had had it for, what was it, 12 long years. She had been to many physicians. We would think had been to the the best of the best. For 12 years she had went to them, Tony, and 12 years they had probably give her this and give her that. But Shannon, the Bible said uh, that this little woman just grew worse every day. And the Bible tells us uh, that finally one day. Uh, that this little woman run out of money and she went to the doctor and the doctor said, we cannot heal you. Go home and just take it easy and die and rest at home the best that you can and live what, what time you've got. I've always thought, I've always thought, April, that it would be and I may hear it one of these days, but I always thought it would be a terrible thing to hear when you went to the doctor and you would went with them and went with them and they diagnosed you and diagnosed you and they gave you and they done everything that they could do. But then it come a day you go to them and I hope I never hear these words and I hope you never hear them either. And the doctor looks at you and says, you've got a month to live or you've got three months to live. How many would like to hear that? As I say, I may hear that one day. I hope I never do. When God gets done with me, and I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again, church. I hope He just lifts me out of this pulpit and takes me on home to glory. Amen. I don't want to be a burden to my family. I don't want to be a burden to my church. I don't want to be a burden to my children. Amen. This morning and my family, Johnny, I, I'm ready to go when God gets ready for me to go. Amen. I know that's not my choice. I may live and suffer for year. I don't know. But I know one thing. I know whatever happens, I know that God is going to be with me even unto the end. Amen. The doctor might say, it's impossible uh, for you to live. We can't heal you. That's what this little woman that had an issue of blood said, my heart, uh, and I imagine that little woman went home and she sat down heartbroken. Uh, the Bible says, I believe the Bible says, she'll hit or does it or not. And she spent everything she had, she had nothing. Uh, she had no husband. She had no family, evidently. And she went home and she sat down there and she just thought, well, I'm going to die and there ain't nothing I can do about it. Thank God. I believe that little woman here about that man called Jesus. I believe she heard, I had heard, may have never seen him before, but I believe she had heard a story about him opening blind eyes and making a cripple walk so far. You know, sometimes that's the way we are. We'll wait when there's no hope. We'll put our hope in everything else until we find out there's no hope, and then we'll run and put it in Jesus. Amen? It's a whole lot better to put your faith and your trust in Jesus before you get to the state you're in. Amen? But if the woman's sitting there and she said, Wait a minute, I mean somebody wouldn't told her. Hey, you've try Jesus. You've tried everything else. You're here, here this morning. You've tried everything else. What it ain't working. Why don't you try Jesus one time? Amen, Jesus will work. Hey man, uh-huh. it'll work when nothing else won't work. And she got to think of well, now if I can just get down there to so where Jesus is at, if I can just get close enough. Now this woman had to faith. If I can just only get close, I don't have to touch. If I can just get close enough to reach out and touch your garment, I believe it. I'll be healed. I believe Jesus was working in this woman. Amen. I believe he is telling her, come on down, come on down. And the Bible says she got up with every strength that she had. She made her way down there to where Jesus was at. And she got there and the Bible said the people were gathered around him, were thrown in him. In other words, they pushing him and touching him. Just push him one way, push him the other. A lot of us done that, we'd come back home. We'd give up and say, well, there ain't no way we can get in that crowd. But that little woman had a need, and she knew her only hope was Jesus. Can I throw this in for nothing this morning? Your only hope of getting out of this world alive is Jesus Christ. There is no other hope about Jesus Christ this morning. And that little woman, she didn't give up. People give up too easy today on Jesus. She didn't give up, Brother Billy. She made her way in there some way. I don't know where she crawled or walked, but she got in there to where Jesus is at. And the Bible says she just reached out and touched him, his garment. And the Bible said, yes, as she's quick. As she touched the hem of his garment. The Bible said she felt within herself. Uh, that blood, uh, that blood disease dried up right there. She filled it right there. It don't take Jesus all day uh, to heal somebody, hey man. It don't take Jesus all day uh, to meet your need, hey man. Uh, uh, sometimes uh, we got to go through some things uh, and it don't count uh, because of our faith is so little. Uh, but let me tell you, when you're facing death, uh, your faith is going to get a lot stronger, hey man. I told him, believe it was Tony and Tony was to the other day, and I said, you know, I said when I pray for somebody else my faith is a whole lot stronger praying for somebody else than it is for praying for me. Anybody else feel that way? And the Bible said it was dried up within. her. It was impossible for all them doctors to heal this woman. For 12 years, they had been trying to do it, and they had failed. And they finally come to the conclusion, uh, after they got all of her money, they come to the conclusion uh, and told her the bad news. Uh, we cannot do any more. Just go home uh, and die. Go home and die. What did they tell her, Brother Mark? And that little woman went home, But God had a different thing in mind. Hear God knew that little woman, and God knew she had been trying. God knew she had been suffering. People say, well, why did God uh, uh, let her suffer that many years without healing her? Maybe, I don't know, just maybe uh, she didn't know who Jesus was at that time. Uh, maybe she just didn't know any better. Hey man, There's a lot of people out here today, Tony, that don't know uh, who Jesus really is. Hey man, They don't know who he really is. And you ever notice a lot of people put it off to the last minute when they think they're going to die, and then they cry out for a preacher. Hey, man, I, I went to many of them. Not, well, not many, but I went to a lot of them uh, in my ministry. Uh, brother Mark, when they would call me, uh, and tell me, well, they said they are going to die. Would you come and pray with them? And I went there and uh, and I prayed with them, and they would be in their sound mind right at the time, you know, and they would pray. But I've never visited one uh, that had been told he was dying or thought he was dying uh, that didn't want to pray right at the end. Hey, man. Uh, and some people say, well, I don't believe uh, in death, and uh, uh, I don't believe uh, in deathbed salvation. Uh, well, you don't believe in the Jesus that I believe in, because the Bible tells me, brother Lloyd, that whosoever would call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Well, glory! It don't take all it didn't take all day hey, for him to heal that little woman when she got enough faith to come to him. Glory! Jesus knew. He knew that little woman was at home. He knew that little woman what she had been through. He knew all about that little woman. She may not have knew nothing about him. You may be here this morning. Let me tell you something. You may not know Jesus, but Jesus knows you. He knows you. And let me tell you something else. You may not love Jesus, but Jesus still loves you. Amen. And Jesus looked around and he said, who touched me? Who touched me? You think Jesus didn't know who touched her? He looked at his disciple. and he said, who touched me? The disciples looked around at all the crowd of people said, well, Lord, we don't know who touched you. Look at all these people. They're all touching you. How do you think we know who touched me? Jesus wanted a confession out of that little woman. All it takes from you this morning to know Jesus is just confessing your sins to him and asking him. And that little woman, they said, came to Jesus and said, it was me, Lord. Came to him, fear and trembling. Said, it was me, Lord. And you know what Jesus said? He looked at her. He said, your faith hath made you whole. Now, let me explain something about being made whole. You're made whole two different ways a lot of times, Billy. When you hear them words, what Jesus said, you've been made whole, that means if you've got any sins, your faith has saved you and your faith has healed you. That's being made whole of spirit and flesh. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Whew. Lord, I feel anointing in this place this morning. Can I give you one more before we close? <laughs> well, I might give you two more real quick. Mark verse 1, chapter 40. The Bible said they were a the leper. You know what a leper was? The Bible said they were a the leper came to Jesus. In case you don't know what a leper was, they had leprosy back in them days. And the way I understand it, it's a skin disease. Is that right? And it was a slow death many times. It would eat till your flesh would eat off your, your bones, and then you would die. It's a terrible thing to have. The Bible said they couldn't go into a city. They couldn't go around family. They couldn't have friends unless they had leprosy theirself. They couldn't have no family. They couldn't go nowhere. They couldn't go in the city. The Bible tells us that when they had leprosy, uh, they had to go outside of the city and set, and let people bring the groceries out to them and set them down, and then they would get them, and they'd go back to their cave or wherever and get away from everybody. And if they seen somebody coming down the road uh, that didn't have leprosy and the leprosy, uh, i seen them come and the Bible said that they would have thrown their hands up and said, leprosy, leprosy, I've got leprosy. Uh, don't come any closer. And the people would stop and turn and go the other way. But well, we find there in the Scripture, that I just told you, well, there was a leper, he came to Jesus. And when he seen Jesus, he cried out to Jesus and he said, Lord, he said, I know that you can heal me. Wasn't that faith. I know you can. I just don't know where you will or not. See, sometimes it's not God's will to heal. Did you know that? God got another purpose for that. And he said, "Lord, I know that you can heal me of this leprosy. I just don't know where you will or not." And Jesus said, "I will be thou clean." And the Bible said immediately that leprosy. Lift him. Immediately. With man, that was impossible. Who believes that Jesus was just an ordinary man? Jesus was God in the flesh. Amen. With God, all things are possible this morning, church. The Bible said, and let me give you another before I close. And the Bible said in John chapter 11, it tells us the story about Lazarus, where he died. Uh, and the Bible said, I'm just going to sort of paraphrase here. The Bible said uh, that he was a friend of Mary and Martha. Jesus was a friend of Mary and Martha and Lazarus. They were close friends, and Jesus loved them, and they loved Jesus. Uh, and Lazarus got sick, and Jesus, uh, they sent Jesus, uh, sent for Jesus uh, a two day journey. And the Bible said, uh, when they got there, and they told Jesus, Martha and Mary have sent us, uh, your friend Lazarus is at the point of death. Uh, Hurry up and come that you might heal him. Uh, And the Bible said that Jesus waited to, what was it, two more days. Uh, So that was going to make him four days late, two days waiting, and two days uh, to make the journey to where Lazarus was at. And the Bible said when Jesus finally told the disciples, well, let's go uh, down there and and wake Lazarus up. Uh, And the disciples said, well, the Lord said if he's sleeping, said, that was doing good. Sleep does a sick person good sometimes. Uh, and the Bible said that Jesus just had to tell the disciples sometimes, plain, and sometimes, uh, we've just got to be plain, Brother Dean. Uh, and the Bible said uh, that Jesus just told them, No, you don't understand, Lazarus is dead. Uh, and they began to think, well, what are we going down there for? He's done dead. Uh, and Jesus said, but I want you to go, that I'm going to wake him up. Uh, and he said, I'm glad that he is dead for your sake. Uh, why? Because that they did not believe. Uh, and the Bible said he got down there, and Martha went out to meet him. Uh, and the Bible said, that she said, Lord, if you would have been here, uh, then my brother would not have died. Your friend would not have died. Uh, Lord, why did it take you so long to get here? Lord? Uh, you could have made it in time, but he's dead now. huh? And Jesus told Martha, he said, Martha, he said, your brother will live. And Martha said, I know that he will live in the last day of the resurrection. Hallelujah. And Jesus looked at Martha and he said, Martha, he said, I am the resurrection. He said, I have the life. Even though you're dead, yet he shall live. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Woo! God, I wanted to do that so bad. She said, I know he'll live in the day of the resurrection. Jesus hadn't fully convinced her. He said, show me where you've laid him. They got down there in the Bible and said a bunch of people around mourning with them. You know, we do with the dead, you know and friends, and the Bible said, one of the shortest verses in the Bible, who knows what it is, Jesus, well, we learned that when we was a kid. Do you think he was weeping over cause Lazarus had die? Do, do you think? that he was weeping because them other people were weeping? I've heard different theories on him, but I believe he was weeping because of people's unbelief. Because of people's unbelief. It hurts Jesus when we don't believe in him. Weeping because he's unbelief. And the Bible got down there and he looked and he told him, I remember these disciples were with Jesus. And he looked. I don't know who he told. But he said, roll that stone away. Can you imagine? A pill? Oh, my God, no. My God, no. Martha said, Lord, said no, don't do that. He said, he's been in there four days. He said, God, you take that stone away. He said, he stinks by now. He stinks for now. Jesus said, roll the stone away. All right, but he stinks. And the Bible said they rolled the stone away. Rolled stone away. And I believe, I believe it happened just this way. And the Bible said, Jesus cried. With a loud voice. Why not come forth? Woo! <laughs> Woo! I'm about to have a Holy Ghost fit. Or spell. I don't have fits. I just have spells. spell. Why not come forth? You say, well, why in the world he scream that loud? He wanted them other dead people to know that he wasn't calling them out. He was just calling Lazarus out. He didn't want no mistaking in the people who he was calling out. And the Bible said directly, old Lazarus, come walking out. They buried a they put a cloth around their face and head, and wrapped them up, you know, real tight in the body, their whole body. I believe old Lazarus come walking out of there couldn't see. Couldn't raise his hand or that. Can you imagine the stares them people got? I'd say the stare just like I'm getting right now. Whew. Stay with me on Facebook. I ain't done yet. Here come old ladders walking out. You know the next word Jesus said? He looked at somebody. I believe he looked at Martha and Mary. Don't know, but I believe he did. Looked at them, Tony, and said, Now loose him and let him go. Oh, my knees is shaking anybody. Loose him and let him go. Can you imagine when they started unwrapping him? Then old Labrador got out. I believe he had a dance and a shouting, and a praising God. And then on the other hand, I believe he looked at Jesus and said, Why did you bring me back? It's impossible for anybody else to heal him. It was impossible for anybody else to raise the dead. But with God, all things are possible.